let's talk about let's uh, talk yeah. about Brett the big issue because you want to do praxis, but before you can do praxis, what do you do? I'll say it on three. Podcast. One, no, that we're gonna say it on three. <laughs> All right, I'm so sorry. One, two, three. Self care. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brett, you had a rough week, and I just don't feel like you in the emotional state you're in right now. Really, are you are you okay? Let's check in first and make mm-hmm. sure. Because leadership can be a lot, it can be a burden, and it can weigh you down. <laughs> Certainly Leon Trotsky realized that. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus, you're dropping right into the Trox- Trotsky. And you know what? He did He did his absolute best, and he was the smartest guy in the room, and people still hated him for that. Because, you know Crazy what? That works. Because he did too much. And Brett, I want to make sure you're not doing that. <laughs> he did too much politically, philosophically, sexually, uh, <laughs> Some would say genocidal. <laughs> I just want to make sure you're fine, Brett. So what ha- what happened this week? Because you were really you were too down for gaming, which that's when you're that's the best time to game. <laughs> well, we could just get tired of playing video games all the time in general. But no, I just had a few days off, which is always depressing because then my brain realizes how terrible everything is. Well, that's dark. Yeah, it's a hey. So it's, a, it's a great comedy podcast. You Don't ask here. questions. It was, never, it was never a comedy podcast. I feel like the the <laughs> the recording getting fucked up was a big part of it because I think oh that fucking sucked. I think about I think about that and how annoyed I'd be if I went to Tallahassee, met a new interesting person, had a couple of drinks, <laughs> recorded a full interview with someone with a PhD who's familiar with Florida politics. It's going to be our first bonus episode, and then. No. Nope. Uh, did the audio nope. just go? No. Nope. Yep. The audio was totally fucked because of how I did it. And I'm still not sure exactly how I managed to do that. But yeah, it's totally unsalvageable to the point where like you couldn't understand because it was dropping every four or five words. It would drop something. Uh, and then if you could understand, it'd give you a headache just from the way the feedback was going. Just a painful thing. Yeah, that was upsetting. Uh, it was a genuine shame. I felt bad. I apologize to Pearson about that one. And I was like, I really want to have you back, but it feels really selfish to be like please come back and and save me from my own idiocy uh he was very he was very gracious about it which is nice but yeah that was frustrating one day i'm gonna figure out how to do remote stuff or just audio i don't know uh brett because of that i just i know you've been down um Mm -hmm. you know we've sort of been communicating back channel as someone who suffers with uh mental illness myself i just want you to know that i'm here i see you i'm i'm listening and I understand. And that's why I wrote you, you know, this weekend I, I took a second. I just wrote some characters that I thought maybe would make you smile. Um, they're not, oh, yeah, let me they're, hear they're not my, oh boy. They're not my best. Um, well, yeah, it's not the dumb bitch media crossover. You're not going to, oh, you know what it is yourself. too? I, I forgot the other thing I did, which I didn't need to. I'm sorry, uh, Mason, uh, named after the shitty side of the Mason Dixon line. Um, <laughs> Mason, another thing which we didn't want to bring up is that I, I did slut shame Brett earlier this week. Brett, do you want to tell from your side? Do we want to hear your the victim's perspective? No, no I'm all right. No, no, no. Let's silence the victim. Uh, <laughs> Rob, what happened? Okay, so there's there's a popular game 
um, called Final Fantasy. It's a very popular franchise. You may have seen commercials this month. And uh, me and Brett decided we'd play it cooperatively. That's like a, that feels very socialist, you know, like collaborating, <laughs> cooperating, figuring out how our skills work together to bring that's out a positive good word connection. <laughs> yeah, that's what everyone says, Rob. Good word connection, one hundred percent. And so we're playing, and we show up to what I think is going to be a normal dungeon roulette. So what's smart about Final Fantasy? is you queue for a random dungeon and you get like big bonuses for this. And this is how the high level people and the low level people end up playing together, right? Like you're always going, you never know what dungeon you're going to get. And it's a mix of people at different levels and it sort of flattens the whole thing. Great vibe, except Brett decides he's not going to get dressed before showing up. Now I'm the tank. He's the healer. He represents me when he's out there. And Brett, (laughs) you tell me what you were wearing, what you thought was appropriate for a snow zone. Oh, my character, who's a super tall bunny woman, was wearing a bikini and little black boots. Not appropriate. No, she it's was not rocking it. And a choker, this little green choker thing. Thermodynamically problematic to begin. Uh, why did you feel you had to do that, Brett? Listen, she's a summer bunny. She was just trying to get some sun. She can't help that she has to keep doing these dumbass missions in snow zones. Nobody who just heard that last 10 seconds of audio is happy, I presume. If you are, (laughs) tweet at me and just uh, explain your lived experience. Just explain what you just experienced in those last 10 seconds. If, But only if you were like, I'm glad I was there for that. If you aren't, I think I know why. So (laughs) again, I'm Rob at Dumb and Awful. This is Brett at Relentless Board. Uh, this is Mason at Zizek Thotty. So really, you, you could tag any of us, uh, any dumb and awful show people. And just don't. let us know. Just <laughs> let us know what you physiologically, psychologically, teleologically went through. <laughs> as Brett talked about bunny bitch summer. <laughs> I didn't use that word. You did. Yeah, because it has a certain sick qua. All right. Here's some I characters. We're all, <laughs> I made we're all dropping. Okay. Go. Are we all? What are we dropping? Oh, we're all dropping woke points here as as seconds bleed on. <laughs> no, that's what's so good about podcasts is I'm going to cut what I said into like, <laughs> I'll tell you what, we need some big ass women in positions of authority <laughs> with nice ass ethics. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're going to be like, hey, guys, I was just thinking about but it, uh, those titties. <laughs> and we're going to go, well, it's not what I would have done. Thank you so much, Mason. Real name. <laughs> Full docs. Yeah. Do you want my address too? I can post that. Hit me with okay, this character this is, yeah. this is this is my first. None of these are really. Even, <laughs> uh, these are like half notes I have in here. But Brett, I just know you're having a, a bad one, and I want to get the vibe right before you dive back into concentration camps. Um, uh, thank you. So this this first one is um, <clears throat> this is a media executive who's rebranding his IP to be a bit more woke in 2019. You ready? Mm-hmm. He's given like a TED Talk. It's important background. When we launched Faces of Death in 1991, <laughs> we started a revolution. It was the original viral sensation. But it wasn't perfect. And we've grown a lot since then. That's why, through our partnership with Netflix and Hulu, We are proud to announce a new Faces of Death 2020, only streaming and only 
POC and women. <laughs> Here is an empowered Pakistani executive being swept off a beach from a rogue wave. <laughs> Oh, I like that one. That was yeah, a good so that, start. That's one. Um, this is a this is the phrenologist prosecutor, <laughs> <laughs> and I I guess he's in the he's he's doing Napoleonic code because he's in Louisiana. So if you're familiar with, I, I don't know if the bar doesn't really transfer to Louisiana, but Wikipedia because that's going to be very important to this joke. Ready? <laughs> It's a phrenologist prosecutor. Uh, now, Your Honor, that the defendant's both Polish and retarded <laughs> is evidence that God allows double jeopardy. So you tell me and the jury why should not the state of Louisiana thank you for your time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you nailed the Louisiana accent, too. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is, uh, this is a character I call. <laughs> uh, I'm just scrolling through my notes and I forgot about <laughs> most of these. <laughs> Where, wait, hold on. A new character. And this is the too cool grandpa. Yeah, what's up, bitch? I don't have any grandkids that I know of. <laughs> sons will not call me. <laughs> I think I think that's it for now. You can go yeah. on hosting the show until, until I think of another one. <laughs> okay very kind of you. actually you know yeah, i found one more good. okay I, I found one more um this is more of an invention than a character uh but anyway it's it's just uh an app that tell you what what the fuck that dumb asian bitch name is <laughs> <laughs> i just found myself thinking that the other day and i thought there should be an app for that <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> what was their name did you ever find out? They haven't made the app. <laughs> it was Aquafina. <laughs> <laughs> Were you watching Crazy Rich Asians? Crazy Rich Asians. Can't say that. I don't, I don't know what that is. It's a pretty good movie. Pretty good. She also has some other new one out, too. Another rom-com. Although, wait. Was she in Crazy Rich Asians? Yeah, whatever. Anyway uh we've got mason with us here today at zizek yeah wait i got i got one more ready? okay <laughs> this is this is the woke kadoha faction japanese general uh before before world war ii ready hey bring me the comfort men <laughs> you know good for him yeah, I'm I'm so happy for him. Yeah, no, I it, it must be hard to have male sex slaves in 1936. So brave, so yeah, brave. <laughs> he's a hero. Anyway, Brett, did any of those Brett did any of those uh, get you out of your doldrums? I really like bring the first positive one. energy. Uh, like we need to prep positive energy now, so when Marianne's our president, our auras are tight, and she recognizes us <laughs> as the preeminent pod. I'm trying to be the pod saves of orbs. <laughs> Yeah, you got to get your vibes right before she wins or she's going to put us all in the camps. I guess the orb version of Pod Saves is just Matt Iglesias, huh? He's fat. Fuck you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, I was going to say, there's a shitload of uh, old versions of pods where it's just one or two people talking about like natural remedies. That's a huge thing. It's a whole marker for that. Oh my god, I have to find those. <laughs> well, you're a Marianne fan, right, Mason? Uh, ironically, you're an, you're an ironic I, I, internet Marianne fan. Uh, everything I do online is ironic. Uh, I've never been serious. I've never said a feeling I had. Um, I just bury it deep down. Um, <laughs> it's the strong Irish roots of that comes from living in Boston. I'm not Irish at all uh, because I'm a person. Uh, yeah, no, of and course. Not a, yeah. I hear you I mean, stringing sentences together. I know you're not Irish. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, respect to them because, you know, they were slaves. So we got to respect <laughs> that. But yeah, no, no, I'm not Irish. Uh, yeah, no, no, I'm a fan of Marianne. Uh, Marianne, however you say it. I mean, Marianne. Mar- yeah, she's French. <laughs> Stop saying Marianne like you just got back from like Ibiza. <laughs> Ibiza. Ibiza. Yeah. Hassanistan. <laughs> Rafil. <laughs> What, what about Marianne speaks to you? Um, you know, I, I feel like she's the only one prepared to fight the Republicans on not only the corporeal plane, but also the astral plane. Um, mm. No other candidate is prepared to do that. You know, I've kind of... Well, that's not true because Klobuchar has the infernal plane. <laughs> and we actually don't know what verticality we're going to engage with when it comes to metaphysics. So why don't you read a book one time before you come on my pod and talk bollocks, mate? Uh, though to be honest i've seraphs did 9 11 <laughs> and you know i i found uh bernie's silence on uh you know chakras pretty pretty damning uh it's kind of embarrassing not a good look bernie when is bernie gonna get it together and come out on the book of enoch are <laughs> nephilim real or aren't they marianne has a clear policy position i can go to her website most importantly she has a clear position on avatar the supposedly greatest movie ever from her perspective I haven't Wait, heard the, the the movie? Yeah. Oh yeah. The, the live the live action or, movie? No, no, not the the one with the blue aliens. Not live action oh, Avatar oh. Last Airbender, which is <laughs> okay, a catastrophe. I, I, I was we'll about to of. just completely cancel Marion. Um she no, she, she think she likes the lazy three D blue people. Um one where they save the forest or whatever bullshit. Aren't they planning on making like five more of those? I keep seeing that in the news like every three days. Yeah, Disney Disney bought the uh, they bought the license to do three of them, and they and then they fucked up, and they created an Avatar world at Disney World in Orlando. So now they <laughs> now they have to, otherwise the, you know, the cultural memory will fade, and nobody will know what the fuck that world is for. So now they got to keep mean, up with that movie. Do you remember a single character name from that movie? God no. I just remember no, a white man no saves can. the natives. That's all that really yeah, matters. Yeah, you know, it's it's basically like a weird, uh, you know, Pocahontas tale, except with blue people. Yeah, it's Fern Gully for the modern era. Yeah, it's 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 not good. Marion's a huge fan though. Endlessly entertaining. Po- Pocahontas tale. What what is this? Elizabeth Warren's campaign rollout. <laughs> Bill Bill Maher. <laughs> I know your security won't talk to me anymore, but you can. <laughs> uh, the only other thing I'll say about Marion is I was super disappointed this week that uh, she came out as super rock hard for Israel and apartheid. You know, she she just. She just wants to make sure the Palestinians, uh, you know, are aligning their chakras, you know, using crystals and uh, staying the fuck out of everybody's way. Are staying in their prescribed, not at all, uh, apartheid camps. Look, you know, you can't let them out free. That would be chaos. <laughs> that, that was actually what the original Batman script was about with the joke. <laughs> it was very different. <laughs>
There was a lot of PLO talk. Two Face was a whole Hezbollah <laughs> side plot. They simplified it, but at least to me, it still read pretty clearly. <laughs> yeah, that was all in there. God, that'd be so much better. Ali is the hidden Kali. <laughs> That's my bang. <laughs> Oh, uh, since we mentioned Elizabeth Warren, you're from Massachusetts. What do you think of her? Is everybody uh, part Native American there? Is that a progressive uh, Massachusetts thing? No, I mean most most people are Irish yeah, here, which the lower as we <laughs> <laughs> as we've discussed is uh they're not allowed to vote, you know, so their opinions don't really matter. Uh, no, I mean she's she's rough. I know you guys wanted to talk about her housing policy. Yeah, in this talk episode, about it. yeah, it, it's yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about. How did this <laughs> yeah, guy, you want to talk? Was it Darren Brown here? Is this a world-renowned mentalist? How do you figure that one out, Brett? I didn't tell anybody, and he knew. It's amazing. Wow. I mean, so Elizabeth Warren put out her housing policy this week. I don't even know how to describe this other than it, it's not even the normal useless Democrat shit. It's she's going to reduce your rental costs by ten percent, which in and of itself wouldn't be that great. But wow. that's also spread over a decade. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know how deep you dived into this, but I read it, which was a mistake, obviously. Oh, yeah, do but no, uh, her plan for reducing mortgage, uh, not mortgages, uh, rents, is uh, to increase affordable housing, mm-hmm. which she says will will create a market correction, which will automatically reduce rents by 10% over 10 years, uh, which is... Nothing. Nothing. No. That's, that's basically it's going to stay static. That yeah. But that's... yeah. And I'm gonna say that won't work and has never worked anywhere. It's been tried, including New York. Yeah. Affordable housing is also stupid as shit as a way to actually deal with housing because basically how the federal government and most municipalities define affordable is based on area median income. Yep. So as as places get more and more gentrified and the area median income rises, affordable housing just becomes rapidly unaffordable for everyone. So you're not going to see a market correction. You're just going to see basically a professional class using affordable housing and the working class completely isolated from it. I don't know. It sounds like it's going to work pretty well to me. Yeah, no, no, no it's going to work out great. So I, I'm sure the magic of the market, the invisible hand will uh, slap the ass of America and get into gear and make sure only 27% of your rent income is, uh, I, I don't know. This is just so stupid. It's a dumbass policy. I, I was actually, I've enjoyed seeing it just tank entirely because the conversation I keep having with my liberal friends who are slowly moving left, but just not as quickly as I'd like. It's a long process. It is. <laughs> is they're very excited about Warren, which quite frankly, that's a massive improvement over most of the rest of the field. So I'm like, all right, you're 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 moving the right direction. That's pretty much been my experience. Just kind of this, this sort of leftward trending liberal kind of just getting stuck on Warren. Yeah, exactly. And the reason, and I've had people tell me they like her because um, she's done due diligence. And I was like, that's not a fucking reason to like a person. That's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. Um, But so I enjoyed this policy because it's like she did the due diligence and the due diligence says this policy is useless. So why the fuck are we excited about this? Yeah, we've done the math and we can't help you. Yeah, we've done the math and the math says it won't even keep up with inflation. No. Okay, then why the fuck are you pushing it? It's a terrible policy. It, it, this is the type of stuff that is just like I, I've heard people tell me. Oh yeah, she's actually to the left of Bernie, which I, I have yet to hear an actual justification on. Um, and this this shit just proves it because she's still entirely dedicated to the idea that markets will solve every issue. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was a Republican up until like twenty years ago or ten. How how recent was it? Uh, it was um, about thirty years ago now. It was the thirty 80s. years ago? 
Oh, okay, yeah, but, like, I mean, if you you get that far in your life and you still haven't figured it out while being, like, a law professor, it's not a good sign. Oh, no, definitely not. I, I What I, I have discovered is everyone who tells me she's to the left of Bernie or they like her better because they think her policies are the same but more detailed is they get real uncomfortable when we bring up foreign policy. But, yeah, because she's she, pretty terrible on that front and i'm like okay cool so she's cool with the forever wars are you okay with that and no one likes to talk about that that's one of the fun lib things is whatever whatever's going on with foreign policy it doesn't affect me i'm from a northeastern city no one i know is going to get deployed so whatever yeah it's fun yeah no i mean i mean like the <laughs> I, rem- I don't know if you remember but like the few weeks ago she was like we're gonna solve climate change by making the imperial war machine green oh yeah i saw that because that was her- just phenomenal she did the usual lip thing where she said well how can I sell climate change or becoming green? You know, everybody not dying isn't good enough. I know. No. I'll appeal to those dumbass conservatives by saying it helps the military be more effective. Yeah, it's it's a well, it's a moronic st- strategy because you're basically just braying this stupid policy at people who already do not believe in the the fact that the climate is changing at all. Yeah, it's so the same. Why are you doing usual this? lib shit of like? We're going to steal votes by moving so far away from the original purpose that we no longer have a platform. Great. Good good game plan. Yeah, that one was dumb as shit. The military is the largest polluter. The solution to that is to drastically reduce the military. We've done the math. Uh, if you cut 100% of the funding, you know, they will not pollute. Crazy how that works. All right. Let's, uh, let's talk general Massachusetts shit since we're already on there anyway. So you're... Yeah, sure. Are you a native of Massachusetts and Boston? Yes, I, I, I'm a native. I, I grew up a little outside, but right now I'm living in South Boston. Um, it's it's a... A Southie. A Southie, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I escaped the... Hey, uh, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to fucking get addicted to opiates, synthetic opiates, then steal from my mother. Ah, shut up, Gaylord. <laughs> Tyler! <laughs> Taylor, whatever. Don't be, don't be shitty about it, Taylor. Uh, yeah. Is that your lived experience? <laughs> no, no, that, that's, that, uh, that's not far off. Um, it's pretty much just uh, an opioid den uh, with some developments around it, which is, you know. Remember remember in the town when Ben Affleck was doing the bank robbery and then that lady had her shoes off and then there was a weird close-up at her feet? You remember that? I gotta be honest, I haven't, I haven't watched the town. Good, that's the test. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I try to avoid actually watching anything about Boston. I think there's a new TV Same. show about how the cops saved Boston in the 90s coming out right now, and I, I just cannot watch it. Just the, the background score is from Sunshine as some fucking Irish mongrel plants a baggie of weed <laughs> on some Somali immigrants. <laughs> coming to ABC. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Mason. Uh, no, I, I mean, like, Massachusetts is kind of the epicenter of kind of, like, neoliberal rot uh, in that, like, you do have these, like, good policies of, like, a higher minimum wage of, like, $15 an hour, which is, like, okay. It also has, like, the, some of the most staunch, like, income inequality in the country, uh, especially when you look at a racial divide. In Boston, I think it's the average white family has about $250,000 in, uh, like, total wealth. And the average uh, black family has eight. Uh, so eight dollars. You got to be more like Florida. Nobody has any wealth. So yeah, no, that, that you solve solution. income inequality. It's good. It's... Well, I mean, except the drug dealers. But, I mean, 
they deserve it they work yeah no they've earned it they're laborers they're workers um we stand a colombian drug lord yeah nothing but respect for them (laughs) uh (laughs) yeah so it's it's a great place if you want to do opioids and die at 25 so very cool it sounds super appealing just because i feel like i have to ask now do you have a tendency? Do you give a shit? Is this a thing? I mean, I'm kind of a, a big tent guy, you know. As long as uh, we exclude the Trotskyites, um, I'm good. <laughs> uh, I don't want them near me. They're only one step above the Irish, in my opinion. <laughs> oh, that's I mean, good... the, in the sense that inexorably and inexplicably, they stay fucking. <laughs> Somehow like they keep reproducing. Like it's, it's famous. It's... it's what is known about them in a very famous way. They refuse to stop. I mean, <laughs> we haven't quite proven whether it's asexual reproduction, whether they're kind of just splitting, uh, but that might just be the Irish. So we'll, we'll no, see. Well, if you're if you're either trot or Irish, you asexually reproduce through self-criticism. In the trot <laughs> case, it's, th- it's through reading like Lenin through a very particular lens. And in the Irish case, it's just thinking about all the times your dad called you a gay lord. <laughs> yeah, no, I, but like in general, I, I pretty much don't give a shit as long as you're like somewhat to the left of, of like Warren, essentially. Because uh, like a lot of online discourse of like Stalinists and Trotskyites and Marxist Leninists, Maoists and Marxist Leninists is mostly just mental masturbation, which, you know, I, I, I support, but. At a certain point, it's kind of just a little silly. It's just fucking exhausting. Yeah, no, I, I just can't take it. And I'm too stupid to actually read uh, most of the theory, so <laughs> you are, I can't even you participate. Have found, you have found your home. <laughs> Welcome aboard. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we like to hear. No, I agree. It's uh, I don't know. My running theory is still that because all of the sort of uh, workaday leftists were murdered and all that was left were the people in universities, it leftists in america took on that particular university thing where everybody wants to bicker about some tiny inconsequential detail instead of getting shit done and it just yeah no like as long as you actually like show up to shit do things to actually improve people's material conditions like i i I could give a shit what obscure 18th 19th century text you read like amen always always great to hear i mean we were hoping for another try and by another i mean literally any none of them ever come on the pod (laughs) <laughs> yeah they, they can't really speak from like more than one second without kind of frothing at the mouth so podcasting doesn't really f- work for them that's why we keep them quarantined in their own thread yeah wait what what happened with that did you, did you just stay because <laughs> I, I only just much the like trotsky himself i his perfect protege realized that at some point i would need an army an <laughs> army of people mindless enough to follow a trotsky like figure <laughs> I've been cultivating them in the Badlands. Every <laughs> once in a while, showing up to throw in some shit like I don't know. Stalin was cute though. And when I come back, <laughs> when I come back five hours later, there's ten more of them, and they're frothing at the mouth. <laughs> My berserker brigades will rush over the Leninite bullshit, <laughs> sock them South Brooklyn DSA, and finally, I will be the one that gets to set the music at our quarterly <laughs> fundraisers. <laughs> Fuck you, girl from the Michael Brooks show. People do still like M83. <laughs> you were saying there are tons of people who are addicted to opiates in Southie. Yeah. I, I assume that is actually pretty accurate. Why the no, fuck no, is no, the no, Massachusetts it, weed system so hard to get access to? Like, where the, what the fuck did they do? 
the main issue is actually selling weed is incredibly well legally um you know i i do support uh anyone who's willing to sell legally go for it but if you're trying to legally sell weed um it's it's an incredible pain in the ass especially if you're in boston itself um because the process is kind of a bureaucratic like hell path um you basically have to fill out an application Mm -hmm. then your application then you file for a permit and then that permit gets automatically rejected because there's no part of boston that's zoned for a cannabis establishment then you go before the zoning board of appeals to appeal your automatic violation and then you contact the office of emerging industries in boston which is one dude uh and you have to schedule a meeting with a housing association uh and then meet with that housing association and then come to a host community agreement with that housing association and then go through the state process and after all that that results in zero in all of boston so i don't want to i don't want to spoil uh the latest metal gear solid but <laughs> in that they they talk about how language the conceit of the game is that language is so integral to the way we form reality and even the way we we form our own biology that they like put a virus on particular behaviors of the tongue that are tied to languages and just hearing the language would somehow uh, infect you and change your biology. And I just want you to know, Mason, that when you explained that, I think I lost 80% of my melanin. <laughs> yeah, no, that, 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 that's, uh, that's the usual reaction. So Massachusetts has recreational, is legal, but Boston yes. proper has no Not dispensaries. The nearest, the nearest one is uh, Nita in Brookline, which just opened. It was, it was a medical establishment, and they just switched over to recreational. So that, that's in off the green line, if, if anyone listening knows Boston. Um, yeah, I bet it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're not the first one to make that I'm joke. not too proud I, to take a yes. layup if I'm open. <laughs> yeah, so there's not a single one in Boston. And part of it is the city is just stalling because basically what is happening in city council is they're trying to figure out if they want to actually change this process and open up essentially a new licensing board specifically for cannabis. Which is what everybody else does. Yes, uh, because right now, the as I, I'm sure your, your eyes glazed over um, as I was trying to explain the process it should just be through a single kind of yeah uh, board <laughs> yep. uh, it, sh- it should be a lot easier um so there is a legislation there is legislation kind of in the works right now and they haven't really finished it but basically the idea is that they would uh create a board that specifically dealt with marijuana and it would have some requirements including that one of the person people on the licensing board uh, was directly affected by the drug war. So they either had a spouse, a child, or they themselves had been arrested for uh, marijuana possession or marijuana... Actually, I don't know if they're including trafficking, but at the very least, possession mm-hmm. uh, in the last couple of years. So it's kind of... It, it's a good legislation as far as these things go. I mean, this is all kind of still within a very capitalist framework. Uh, they, they have these kind of social equity programs that if you have been affected by the drug war or you live in some areas that were specifically targeted by uh, over-policing, you essentially get like a bump up through the process. And so they're, they're trying to kind of make that better because Denver's a hellscape of just 
incredibly rich companies from out of state coming in and just making the, these uh, cannabis establishments that are just not at all owned by anyone nearby, not really helping anyone, and just kind of continuing the process of hyperaccumulation of capitalists. The one you're talking about, is that going to be for Boston specifically or Massachusetts at large? Um Massachusetts, uh, Boston specifically, they're, they're adding extra stuff, but Massachusetts in general has that social equity program as a general thing. So, but it, it's, it, they're going to, through the cannabis board, sort of extra enforce in Boston. Uh, cause like Nita, the, the company I was just talking about is from Georgia. So it's, it's not yeah. the individual mun- municipalities can legislate, legislate it however they want. Yeah. Most states hate the out of state thing, especially cause all the big companies are Canadian. And doing really, really sketchy stuff. Wait, how long was the bill? How long was the bill in in Boston, though? Oh, it, it's been a couple months. I think the hearing to the initial hearing was a few months ago, and so now they had a hearing on it. Uh, met with some industry people, some people from the Cannabis Control Commission on the state level, and now they're just basically having meetings semi regularly to actually hammer out the specific parts of the bill that they're going to then put through um, uh, the city council. When do they think they're actually going to vote on it? Uh, I have honestly no idea because uh, they, they're still waiting for another working session, which I think is going to be happening sometime this month. But I think they said their goal was to have uh, establishments open by November, um, which is still a long time, obviously. Yeah. Because uh, a lot of people are renting out spaces to to run these stores, and they are not allowed to sell anything because they can't get a license because Boston is stalling until this this thing is through. So this is kind of the the bureaucratic hell that is going on right now, and we're not going to see any stores open until it's done. Awesome. Meanwhile, everybody yeah. who who's missing out on access just gets fucked. Yeah. No. I mean, it. That's the thing. Like we're dealing with. I think hundreds of people dying on a regular basis just from from overdoses around here. And if they could just get non-poisonous pain medication, that would be great. Yep. And that's actually one of the – there's like two or three areas where there's a little bit of medical research now. And there's more that's come out recently that it is – this is unsurprising to anybody who's ever used it. But it is a pretty fucking effective painkiller. And it is a good way to wean people off of opiates as well. Um, and your brain doesn't tend to adjust as quickly as it does to opiates. Plus, with weed, you can reset in like a week, which is awesome. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I, I still just get random Facebook notifications that's just like, oh, this person you knew from middle school has overdosed and their family's hosting a memorial. And it's just fucked up. They need to, <laughs> there needs to be an alternative here. And the, the state is so fucking ravaged by by opioids that the kind of stalling on, on the marijuana front is just so disappointing. Yeah, that's... Fucking bureaucrats. Fucking liberals. <laughs> Speaking of other... Te- well, there are a few good things happening in the Northeast, so I'm going to move along. We won't talk about this for too long, but I refuse to not mention it. So, obviously, concentration camp thing is still a problem. And now... Wow. Uh, s- s- sorry, That's a sorry. hell of an understatement. Detention centers? Excuse me? <laughs> uh, but there have been... Uh, Poland, 1935. <laughs> so, obviously, the concentration camp thing is a big problem. And by the way, if you're going to at me right now and be like, well, actually, the camps did not begin construction until (laughs) you're probably a Nazi or a nerd. And I hate both you equally. So fuck off. It's morally equivalent. I was going to say we're finally getting some organizing around shutting some of these facilities down, which is great. I don't really know why the only ones I have seen have been from uh, the 
basically Jewish groups doing all this. I have no idea why that's happening that way, but it is. There, I I don't know why they, those groups seem a little sensitive to concentration camps. Uh, I haven't really read much history, so I don't really know. <laughs> I don't I don't understand why they're the only ones. Is oh my no, problem. it's ridiculous. Like yeah, that's. I, but they're doing good I, stuff. They shut down the Elizabeth, New Jersey facility. Boston, yeah. they've been protesting that facility. They Yeah, there was a big march, I think, a week yeah, ago. That's fucking awesome. They shut down um they're shutting down the courthouse in San Francisco until Pelosi gets her shit together, which is basically fucking what rules. they were saying. Like, those are fucking amazing. I would really love for other organizations to hop on board. And I I have been sending direct messages and pleading with other orgs to be like, tell me please, God, where I can go to contribute to this in my state, and I'm getting nothing. So uh I, Please, somebody else help it so it's not just we're not relying solely on the Jewish people to do this. But this so, is great so work. Brett, Brett, just so I'm getting this story right, what, what you're saying is that the, uh, the the Jewish people are interfering with the American government? <laughs> Oof, not a good look. Uh, no, there, there was a Japanese uh, group. A bunch of people had been formally uh, held in uh, Japanese concentration camps were showing up. And I, I don't know if you saw that video that was made oh, yeah, yeah. on Twitter. Where they showed um, up just, at that old internment camp that they have now reused as yeah, a concentration very camp. cool. Waste not, great. want not. The founding father, Ben Franklin. It's just, <laughs> it's it's really damning if the only people who can bother to organize about literal concentration camps are people who have are previously suffered. <laughs> yeah, that's, guys, you know what I just realized? Sandra O. Oh, that was her name from Killing Eve. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you found it, Rob. That's what's important here. Yeah, that we, I'll tell you what that Phoebe Waller Bridge knows how to write, uh, write a series, huh? Hell yeah! But if anybody knows of any other organizing, if you want to tell me I'm fucking wrong and a ton of stuff's happening, great. Please at me. I would love to see it. I'd love to contribute. Well, I I, I don't know if you heard this already or who's reported it, but I put an abolish ice uh, DSA poster up in yeah, my office. Yeah, you've done your you've done your thing. <laughs> Go take a fucking nap. Uh, speaking of other terrible prison things. There is this wonderful article that I got published this week about how an inmate in Texas died while he was being used to train their hunting <laughs> dogs, which is apparently common practice in Texas. They use inmates to train hunting dogs. I'm just going to say that again so everybody understood me. They use <laughs> human inmates to train well, we the we police dogs. the human part yet. Are they Irish? <laughs> yeah, that, that's a thing in Texas. In the, the, the most, like... Besides it just being incredibly upsetting because the prison system is just the new modern slavery. And really, they didn't bother to tweak most of the aspects of slavery at all for this. No, that that's pretty much dead on. It's straight up Look, slavery. Yeah, they've been doing this since like the 90s. So they've been doing this for so long that it previously came under criticism in the 90s, back when Ann Richards was running, which was the last dem to ever win governor in Texas. Right. When she was running, that came up because some of the state prison board members uh, and one of the people who worked for Ann Richards, Republican rival, uh, used to, to have souvenir jackets that said the ultimate hunt on them. Cool. Anyway, though, these are the people that once Trump is gone and Biden wins, we, we'll go back to making peace with them and, and negotiating in good faith, because clearly there's there's nothing there that's uh, a problem systemically. I love my slave hunter memorial koozie. 
Very cool. <laughs> just like it's so. I, I really can't sit on this for long because it's so horrifying. My brain just keeps shutting down when I try to think it's about it. It's cartoonish. It's ridiculous. It's so. I know it's you guys. So the pale. Slave Slave Hunter is actually one of the best classes in Diablo Three, <laughs> in, in the alternative timeline where the Confederates won, and Blizzard finally got it together to design a good class. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong yeah take another try with that diablo mobile huh you know talk about a pressing issue all right well, well let's talk about white nationalism and gaming that's what we're talking about don't think that's ever happened it's, it's been no crossover not. do you game mason uh unfortunately yes uh I, I i like to play a lot of stupid long strategy games like hearts of iron shit like that oh yeah it's a good game it's a good game yeah you're gonna yeah. do it sometime uh, yeah, where I else? Will. Where else can you join a multiplayer lobby, see some cool pics of Taylor Swift, and learn about haplogroups other than <laughs> Call of Duty, uh, Battlefield, Fortnite, Apex Legends, <laughs> Minecraft, Overwatch, uh, World of Warcraft, Overwatch, PUBG Battlegrounds, the entire Tetris community, Street. <laughs> No, I, I, I just like Hearts of Iron because, you know, I want someone to call me the N-word because I didn't de- design my division correctly. <laughs> Nazbol, because you'll get that, buddy. <laughs> uh, we always like to play and try to uh, obviously bring communism to the world. But lately, sure, that's, that's my goal. Yeah, no, lately we do it by having Trotsky take over Mexico now that they've added that as a, a thing yeah, we that, can do. That's not a good DLC. look. <laughs> no, it, it actually, it actually looks really good, and it's weird. Uh, there's a, a like quick time event if you meet Frida Kahlo that's extremely extensive and borrows a lot from the early Japanese dating simulators. So it's not for everyone, but I mean, it's a hell of a ride. Uh, since we're talking about racist games, uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of this game, Mordhau. Or more I have now. played it. I, I do on it. Yeah. yeah. So do I. I was playing it for a bit. I, that's actually what I originally started trying to stream um, before I discovered how aggressively racist it is. Also, before I got tired of it. I'll be honest here. Yeah, I got bored eventually. But so the developers, people have said, hey, it'd be cool if I could play anybody other than a white dude in this game. Like, just give Which me. Which is unreasonable, ahistorical, and uh, yeah, frankly, no. I'm opposed to it. As we know, every single person in medieval history was white. They've always been white. Everybody's always been white. And you can't That's prove true. otherwise. There's absolutely no documentation or paintings or pictures that show otherwise. So they decided, okay, we're going to add um, the ability to play people of color and women in our game. And so they got a huge backlash. So the, so their compromise, the compromise from the developers was, well, we'll give you a filter. And if you want everybody <laughs> to look like a white man, you can get that. That rules. That That's that's the best response. That's we're going to give you the white nationalist filter. If they had followed it up with, and we're going to track those people and report them to the FBI because they're clearly Nazis, I would have, I would have respected that because that's an amazing honeypot. If somebody was designing a, a honeypot for Nazis, that, that is the one. But no, they they genuinely thought that that was a brilliant game plan. Being libertarian uh, techno geeks, they were like, "Hey, Look, no, this is the, we're going to balance these two issues out." They don't want to see anybody but white people, and they want to see themselves reflected in the game. So you know, everybody gets what they want. Look, they're just going to let the market sort it out. There's going to be Mordhau, <laughs> and then Mordhau White Nationalist Edition uh, with only white people, and uh, you know the weapons are a little different. They're guns. You're in a camp. It's a little stranger, but you know it's fun. If I wanted, if if I wanted to see some woman run over the hill in a suit of chainmail armor and a jerkin with a morning star, I'd appeal my ban on the FetLife forums. Okay. <laughs> uh, you'll be pleased to it's hear. It's just though. not right. 
this uh this definitely blew up in their face so they got a ton of backlash for this Un- unsurprisingly of course uh so now they've backed off and they th- th- their statement which i'm not gonna read because it's long and mostly like legal speak but it was it was basically like fine we're gonna take our ball and go home fuck you people <laughs> <laughs> and they were like we're just not gonna do anything for now then fine fuck it <laughs> oh i love that everyone in gaming is just the thinnest skinned little baby possible amazing well when when like actually a bunch of americans because this is how fractured atomized and alienating our society is when the only two fantasies you have available to you are a sort of uh escapist digital one when you're playing these games which are just power and sex fantasies and then a racial one imbued to you by your family and dumbass backwoods community like there's really no good option (laughs) true this is gonna happen over and over and over the more this becomes mainstream people are like i do this for wish fulfillment i do not wish to see women or people of color (laughs) that's just we're the bad guys so uh i guess strap in oh yeah it's just gonna keep getting worse can't wait so the last two things i want to talk about is there's two giant explosions in florida we'll talk about the gas explosion first so Basically, an entire strip mall in plantation. Did your mom get up? (laughs) (laughs) An entire strip mall in Florida was more or less leveled by this gigantic gas explosion from an abandoned pizza restaurant. And Prims. (laughs) Powerful. Yeah. Shout out to the the North Broward and Prim (laughs) cops. All three of you. (laughs) Look, if you're willing to blow up a strip mall, I'll support an and Prim. Honestly, disgusting that might be. Yeah. When I blow my porcupine fish horn, you let <laughs> slip the dog's war upon the Spencer's gift. <laughs> Are Anprims allowed to use explosives? Are they like the Amish? It seems to depend on which Anprim you're talking to. A lot of them are on the technology in like the 70s or 80s is as far as it need to go. We're good there. Oh my God. I don't actually think I met one of those people. That sounds fascinating. Okay, wait. Why did this place explode? Because I got to be honest, I hit a paywall and I, I got bored of clicking on this uh, article, so I have no oh, idea what gotcha. happened. Yeah, so there there was an abandoned. Uh, There's this pizza restaurant that had been vacant for a little bit, and apparently just kept building up. Uh, the natural gas line was just open the entire time, <laughs> and so awesome. they had this blast that was so big it like threw sheet metal across an entire parking lot. And for anybody who doesn't know, Florida shopping center parking lots are massive. So that's a disgustingly long way. It blew out the windows of an LA fitness and collapsed the roof, which, you know, good. Yeah, that, cool. That was my 9-11. <laughs> There's actually a Mi- there was actually a Miami subs caddy corner to that that went down for no earthly reason. Thermite? Check out at Dumb and Awful for the real scoop. <laughs> Weirdly, though, Mohammed bin Salman is also still involved. <laughs> Uh, nobody was killed. About 20 people were injured. Uh, but most importantly, one of the things it did, one of the great goods it provided, other than fucking up the LA Fitness, which, you know, always a good thing, is it absolutely wrecked this Center for Children Coding that was right next door. <laughs> it was the Ann Prims. <laughs> <laughs> you can't let the children learn how to code. Uh, <laughs> Uh, nobody was in that facility at the time, so no children were injured. So, you know, it worked out perfectly. We destroyed a bunch of terrible places, and largely, I don't think any kids were injured, and everybody who was injured was in the LA Fitness, so they probably deserved it. 
If you're a child and a Floridian, that's strike one and two, buddy. <laughs> I don't want to hear you try to sing Cheeseburger in Paradise when you don't know the fucking words, you literal child. <laughs> oh, and the name of the pizza place that blew up is Pizza Fire. Oh, my God. Why is that the name of a place? Pizza Fire? That well-known thing. I, I, think, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna go, I think I'm going to warm up around the Pizza Fire for a little bit, honey. Uh, bring down some cocoa. <laughs> the other probably more powerful blast rocking South Florida is Epstein was finally fucking arrested. Hell yes. Hell yes. He's finally done. Maybe. Until he gets a weird deal. Possibly. For a little bit. He might get slapped on the wrist this time. Uh, this is yeah. uh, Honestly, this is all because of... QAnon. QAnon, yeah, they did it. They took him down. Uh, you know, Trump was doing the hand signals. Uh, you know, hashtag Great Awakening. Uh, this is a QAnon podcast. I have I have seen multiple people try to credit Cernovich. Oh, yes. Yeah, they're trying to credit Cernovich. That rules. In Dershowitz. <laughs> this is kind of a big deal because when you look at that manifest, there's some... There's some real names on that Oh, yeah. Thing. It's like the literally the first page of the journal of people who come all the time. Alec Baldwin. That, yeah, that's that, me. That I'm page out. one of the journal of people that come all the time. <laughs> Alec Baldwin, Bill Clinton. And Bill Clinton, they've tried to move away from it a few times. He went like 25 times. I have not seen a bill pop up more times over the last five years <laughs> since, since the Massachusetts marijuana legalization process. Huh? <laughs> Bill Maher. I have a public Twitter. <laughs> oh, uh, but so all the chuds are sh excited for Bill Clinton to get arrested, which I am too, honestly, fuck him. That would roll. He, yeah. and that's, so it's not just that Bill Clinton's on the manifest Epstein, uh, for a person that Bill definitely didn't know that well, Epstein had, uh, multiple email addresses for Bill Clinton, uh, multiple personal phone numbers, fax number. Like, he basically had every contact info you could possibly want on this man. Somehow. Somehow he got a hold of that. No one knows how. Uh, Dershowitz was on the planes multiple times and has been directly accused uh, by some of the victims. I, th I think the defense he went with was, no, the underage girl just gave me a massage on the rape island. Yep. Which I love to go to my friend's uh, child rape island and be like, no, not for me, but I'll take a light massage. And then and then be do the whole like I didn't know that everyone else was having sex with the young women. Uh, that's a shock to me. That's There's a real dynamic ploy to just be like, well, no, I let her give me a massage on the rape island because I knew it was the rape island. I <laughs> look I, if I was actually doing something. Do you think I would let her give me a massage on the rape island? No, <laughs> no, I do something sneaky. This I didn't even cross my mind. Oh, what what island is this? Does anyone know? That's just something I said out loud. And then she, oh, it's the rape island. I went, oh, and we laughed actually. It was really funny. Anyway, what's important is I'm not involved in any war crimes. And the guy in the jinx, uh, I think I technically helped him get acquitted. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> and I definitely didn't kill my wife. So uh, it's been fun. We'll see you guys. No, so the uh, those are it's Dershowitz, Bill Clinton, uh, Baldwin, of course Trump, of course Trump. Um, is all, on all of those documentations, well, including some like really, really lurid, disgusting descriptions of some of the things. Do you that think when there. they all hug, they look like uh, the guck Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Is that was that the name of the Pokemon? Muck. It's Muck. muck? Yeah. That is Guck. Okay. I'll go with Guck. That's fine. Muck. 
Yeah, but they didn't in the court documents they were talking about. They basically said explicitly that there was at least one prime minister involved. Yeah, uh, which I'm 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 putting my money on Blair. Oh, Blair. Uh, okay. Yeah, but it could be Cameron. We'll see. I was gonna say there's no way Cameron is involved. Honestly, it's probably both of them. Yeah, just together. The the Brits do love their child fucking, so especially the powerful ones. So it, you know that checks out. Apparently, the prince, one of the princes, was involved with this too. Uh, Andrew, Prince Andrew. Yeah, I think. Prince Andrew is also part of this. Uh, he and Bill Clinton were very close as well. Also sure. super weird because they love to go to Rape Island all the time. So so far, yeah, you, you you might you might want to slap a big allegedly at the end of the, <laughs> this entire section. <laughs> Listen, all I know is what I have seen in all the court documents and in the research, which is there appeared to be a rape island that lots of rich people went to. Allegedly, a prince, Bill Clinton, Trump, Epstein, Dershowitz, Alec Baldwin, and probably every other powerful old white Democrat and Republican was involved. But, you know, let's 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 see how it plays out. Uh, look, sue me. Let's do some document discovery. I'm sure that'll be fun. <laughs> Why do you <laughs> whoever whoever chooses to sue libel? This shows the fucking lack of imagination that Brett has because he, he spins this yarn about a conspiracy theory, but even still at the end, he's just imagining in 2019 old white men. I say, <laughs> why isn't why isn't Kamala Harris on the Lolita <laughs> Express? We need more women prosecutors and soldiers on Rape Island. <laughs> Uh, well, and so far, uh, the response, my favorite response was from Pelosi's daughter, uh, who said something along the lines of, watch out, guys, some of your faves <laughs> might be implicated. Uh, it's, it's so hard to respond to that, right? <laughs> yeah, just breathe through that one. Like, I, I hate when my fave is a child molester. <laughs> yeah, I, it's a real simple, simple <laughs> bar for me. Is it one of your faves, Brett? I don't know. Are they a child rapist? No. Okay, well, then it's possible they're a fave of mine. <laughs> Are they a billionaire? Yes. Oh, well, then no. Fuck them. <laughs> like, it's, it's uh, you know, the, the the logic flow for that one's easy. Yeah, I just, I thought that was an incredible way of putting it. It was like, it, and it was very clearly, we know some of our people are implicated and or might go to prison. Um, please keep that in mind when you see bad news articles in the future. It's just like <laughs> expectation setting. Instead of being like, anyone involved with this, we're going to fucking... Tie to a tie to a post and burn because they deserve it. No, if not Tom the... Perez is on that list, I'm gonna send him a congratulations card. <laughs> he was. I, I'm, I'm most excited about Steven Pinker being on being on the list. I don't know if you guys know him. Uh, Wait, he, the economist. Yeah, the economist. Well, I mean, economist, psychologist. He's he's a weird dude, um, and he's been on the the Epstein flight logs for a long time. And, you know, I had to read his book for a class a few years ago and, uh, you know, fuck him. <laughs> oh, wait, the guy yeah, with I, the crazy curls. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah, yeah. Him. yeah he, he looks like it. You look at him and you just say, yeah, pedophile. It's easy. Yeah. I, I mean, can... they really don't make it difficult. Like, I think Chomsky uh, <laughs> shows up on those logs and bro, you wrote a book called Manufacturing Consent. Tone it back. <laughs> 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 this is honestly the only reason that this has come back to light and has moved towards the possibility of rich people finally seeing a little Paying bit of justice. Any consequence for blatantly it's, raping children for years. It's purely because of the Miami Herald and them doing a ton of great work researching, pushing this out, getting attention on it. 
honestly, if they hadn't done that, none of this would have happened. So kudos to the Miami Herald on that one. Great fucking work. Uh, also, Dershowitz tried to fuck them over when they pushed out these articles. So I really hope that Dershowitz, the alleged pedophile and alleged wife murderer, is uh, fucked up in this. Allegedly. Look, look, if we get a Dershowitz versus the insane kulaks that run the fucking Miami Herald, then, <laughs> yeah, they can have that holy war for as long as they want. <laughs> it's true. The, literally the Miami Herald, like they have some really good reporters, but they also have some like Deus Vault people that are just trying to call the fifth crusade on Lebanon still. <laughs> Anything else from you guys? I got nothing. Nothing, Rob. Uh, Thank you for, guys so much for having me. Yeah, okay. thanks for joining Mason. We appreciate it. Uh at Zizek Thoughty. And uh thanks for listening. <laughs>